Welcome to The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios. Here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Flex. Jeff is still over there dicking around in Tampa. Today we got Fantasy Sports Studios beat writer Kevin Price on the show today. Kevin, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right, man. How about yourself? Good to be here with you, man. We got the recap show for you guys today. We are now in the month of October. Fall is in the air. The Florida heat is less like the devil's dick. And now more like being sandwiched in the ass crack of Toby from my 600-pound life. And uh, speaking of uh, devil's dick, Kevin, I don't know if you heard, but uh, OJ, the juice is loose, man. OJ is a free man. But you got pumpkin-flavored crap, man, just filling the shelves everywhere. Thanksgiving's right on the corner. Just a good time of year, man. Kevin, speaking of pumpkin flavored stuff Kevin what's your favorite pumpkin infused food or beverage I'm not gonna lie man I, I got a cave I like the pumpkin spice latte from uh, from Starbucks that's some good stuff you can call me a basic fitch if you want but it's it's good man <laughs> <laughs> that pumpkin I dig in uh, the pumpkin pie too with Thanksgiving since you were bringing that up too that's that's always good for sure yeah no that's good for sure man yeah uh, as far as the latte, man, um, yeah, that's kind <clears> of, <throat> you know, right. but, hey, you know, I can't really speak on it because, um, you know, I'm guilty of drinking the pumpkin-flavored coffee, so what can I it's, say? It's good stuff, man. You it can't you can't beat it. You can't. It really gets it. It makes it feel like it's it's fall. That's It's pretty – it's good. It's good stuff. It is good stuff. We got some NFL news to hit on real quick. A lot of injuries, a lot of stuff going on right now. So let's run the latest. Dalvin Cook suffered a torn ACL, and he's done for the season. Kevin, let me ask you this, man. Latavius Murray or Jarek McKinnon? Man, honestly, I've got to go with Latavius Murray. Uh, I really, I think uh, he hasn't really seen a lot of action. Um, I think Cook's been kind of picking up where, you know, we, we expected him to. He's he's a monster, you know. But I think that, uh, I think given the opportunity, once you put him in there, he's he'll definitely outplay Jarek McKinnon. Yeah, I mean, they paid that man for a reason. I think it's going to be Murray and Standard, but I do like McKinnon better than Murray and PPR, uh, especially if Sam Bradford comes back. Yeah, and... absolutely. Another pass, yeah, exactly, pass catching target. Yep, I yep, agree with that, too. Sure. I think for PPR, McKinnon would, you know, be pretty substantial. And, dude, this this next injury right here, man, this one right here screwed more people than Bernie Madoff, man. You got Derek Carr. He's expected to miss two to six weeks. He's got a transverse process fracture in his lower back. And, man, this is a tough one. Uh, as someone who's personally dealt with back injuries, uh, dude, I can tell you, man, it, it just lingers. And not for a little while, man. It lingers for years. And, dude, the back is just dude, something that you don't want to mess with. I mean, look at Gronk, too, and his his history, man. You know, it's just just not, not good news for Derek Carr. Yeah, absolutely not. Carr's Carr's a playmaker too. He's he's a monster once you give him that football. But I, that's something that I feel like might resonate with him, you know, long term for sure. So we'll have to see once he gets back up on his feet, see how he plays. Yeah, and man, I'll tell you, I'm hoping EJ Manuel can really, 
you know, find his form here because I do know I do own Michael Crabtree in a couple of leagues. And... Yeah, I agree. Amari <laughs> Cooper as well too. He's he's oh, got dude. a couple Cooper's... couple people to work with. Cooper, yeah, it's, Cooper's it's been off to be a rough start. To yeah, it is yeah, definitely going to be. Yeah, he's he, he's got the potential to climb back though. I think I think given uh, if he gets the targets, you know, he, he just really they need to get a good flow with that offense. It's going to be hard because they, you know, might not have the chemistry that they did with Derek Carr leading the helm there. But for sure, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how uh, Manuel fill in that role with uh, with Derek Carr out for the next few weeks here. Dude, I just need him to be efficient for Crabtree's sake. Oh, man. I know. Yeah, Crabtree's been a monster so far this season, so hopefully, you know, he can kind of keep that trend going, but you, you never know. Yeah, well, speaking of trends, man, another quarterback is dealing with injury as well, man. That's Marcus Mariota. He's got a hamstring injury. And who do the Titans bring in? The weed man. The old man. Brandon bleeping Whedon. <clears throat> and this one made no sense to me, man. I mean, stylistically... It makes much more sense for the Titans to bring in Colin Kaepernick. Uh, Kaepernick's like a similar style of player as Mariota, especially yeah. with the uh, the offensive scheme that Malarkey runs over there. And, dude, just what the hell, man? I mean, I know Ka- Colin Kaepernick is a, I don't know, he's like a Fidel Castro t-shirt wearing a Miami MFR. But Brandon Whedon, man, that signing, it, it just makes absolute zero zero cents and dude, that's just a bunch of malarkey right there man you like what <laughs> i did <good>. there <laughs> yeah that was that was pretty good nice and yeah. clever yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't make sense to me either i mean I, I guess hell we've got to give him a chance see how he plays you know but damn with Mariota out that's something that people definitely weren't weren't expecting here i know it's just a hammy but you know yeah. that's something else that we're gonna have to deal with yeah hamstrings linger as well for sure um yeah, I own Mariota in like four of the leagues I'm into. So, yeah, it's going to be rough treading right there. But uh, on on uh, Mariota, though, you know, surprisingly, who my backup is in uh, our Dynasty League is the next I'm guy gonna I'm going to hit on here, <laughs> uh, Mitch Trubisky, yeah, who um, has been named, officially named, the starting quarterback for the Bears heading into week five against the Vikings. So, what's up, man? Does he catch the eye or does he catch the bowl? And by bowl, I mean toilet bowl, man. Which one are you going to I don't know, man. I, I really think the Bears have been horrendous so far. I, I think there's a lot they have to work with. Um, you know, if anything new and new and exciting is going to be introduced in this offense, you know, Mitch, Mitch Trubisky's kind of, you know, he's he's there. He's He's got the starting role. He's, he's kind of shown he can – he looked, he looked good. Point. He looked good yeah. in the preseason. You know, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how he's going to pan out here. He doesn't have much, you know, much of a supporting cast around him other than Jordan yeah, Howard and Tariq Cohen. I mean, those receivers are just awful, dude. But uh, yes. some other NFL news, man. We got Chris Carson officially placed in IR. He's got a broken ankle. And who do you think is going to replace him in uh, Seattle? I think it's going to be Lacey, Rawls, Procise. I don't know, man. I really think that uh, Seattle thought they had it all figured out, though, when Chris Carson took the helm there. I, you know, I don't think anyone expected. Hell, I picked him up on a couple waivers too. Just thinking, yeah, you know, he might actually long term really be successful. But what, what were you saying? I was, I was with you, but you, <clears throat> you know what, I, you know what I think, man. I think Pete Carroll just a giant a hole. All right. Oh yeah, absolutely, because, dude. This guy talks up players, man. It's just unbelievable. All right, so t- in the preseason. You know, Thomas Rawls getting all this run, all this play, you know. Yeah. And just this past this past Sunday night against the Colts, dude, 
Thomas Rawls was a healthy scratch, and that was just that just kind of blew my mind. I was like, what? But Eddie Lacy's playing, you know, Fat Boy Lacy running around. Yeah. So, right. man, I got to go right now. I'm thinking it's got to be Lacy's job for the time being. You know, I think Prosize is the most talented back, but I think it's got to be Lacy to to pick up right now. I don't know though. I do like Prosize too. I think he's got a lot of talent, a lot of potential to work with. Um, he does. He know, does. Clearly, clearly, we have to see how it all plays out. But it's it's it's. You know, this season so far, it's been a shit show trying to look at the running backs there in Seattle. But, I mean, once again, we're put in that position where we have to decide who's who's going to make the cut. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, definitely. Uh, some other news real quick, to, just to hit on real quick. we got Jordan Matthews expected to miss the next few games, and he's going under, to undergo uh, thumb surgery. you got Julio Jones, who suffered a hip flexor against the Bills, but he says he's okay to play in week six. They're on a bye week this week in week five. And... Are you concerned at all about the hip injury with Julio? I, I think Julio is the type to kind of breeze past it. Um, you know, as far as top wide receivers go, he's he's definitely um, he's he's a tough dude. I think I think he could handle himself. I'm not really too worried about it. You know, it, and it may be a factor too. Yeah, it's you never really know until you never know how uh, how strenuous it really is on him until you see him play. Kind of how he like practices, how he's moving, how it's affecting him. But yeah, I mean that's just something we got to hang by and. Uh, see if it affects him but what we are also talking about julio jones so i don't think it's going to be anything too substantial i think it's going to be something man i mean dude jones just you think so oh man his nickname should be lingering because dude his injuries just linger man julio lingering jones i mean i don't know man seems like this guy's uh hurt every other year and i think this is one of those years where he's just going to be hurt all year but moving on to uh ty montgomery news man this is some good news for me Montgomery does not have broken ribs like initially reported. <laughs> He's just got bruised ribs, and, man, that makes a world of difference. Yeah, it does. That's for <laughs> damn sure. I, yeah, I heard that he, uh, he'd broken those ribs, and something, uh, I don't remember what article it was, that, like he was already talking about playing the next week. And I was like, damn, that, <laughs> that yeah. guy's a, a beast. He's, He's just questionable. That sh- <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Man. Like, what a monster, man. But, yeah. But if he if he doesn't play, let's say he hypothetically here he does not play week five, is it worth taking a flyer on either rookie running back Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams? I know Jamal Williams is going to be out for week five, but what about Aaron Jones? Let's start with him. Any anything uh, you know stand out about Aaron you know, Jones? I think I think as far as running backs go this season too, we have uh, more significant options to look at, um, especially like on the waiver wire and stuff. So. Uh, if Montgomery doesn't make a stand, I wouldn't necessarily be focused on Jones or Williams. I'd be looking for, you know, Latavius Murray's still hanging on the wire. Um, you've got plenty of other potential to look at right now. Yeah, uh, I agree. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, especially with Montgomery on. being here in the short term. You know, if he does miss a game, it's probably going to be just a game. You know what I mean? So I don't yeah, think it's definitely. worth it right now you yeah, know exactly yeah just hold on to him take the hit trying to you know try and pick someone up who uh who's got a good matchup but yeah definitely i'd i'd kind of pass on both those two personally yeah i mean if i was desperate for running back then i guess i'd go ahead and pick jones up for this week yeah. but i mean you gotta see what rogers has to work with he's still got jordy and he's got uh you know he's he's got plenty of options there he's i don't think it's really gonna be a factor yeah now let's move on to a, a segment we have here called Nostradamus or Nostradamus? Nostradamus or Nostradamus? Dude, this is based off of the uh, predictions that we make each and every week during the preview show with the prediction machine, man. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll highlight where I was right and where I was wrong. And um, 
I guess we'll start with where I was right, man. How about that daily play of uh, the two daily plays? How about that? Of the Lions defense and not just my daily play pick of Andre Ellington, but my season pick as well. Now, in PPR leagues, like I said, he's going to hold value, and sure as hell enough, he did, man. And I also said LaShawn McCoy was going to be a bust like he has been this, this year, and I think he will be going forward, and sure enough, he was. And then I'll just touch on where I was wrong real quick, all right, where I let you guys down. All right, Buck Allen, I thought was going to have a decent game. Dude got no run at all whatsoever. Martavis Bryant, I thought he would find the end zone, and that was just a poor performance by the Pittsburgh offense aside from Le'Veon Bell who finally showed up I was happy to see yeah, that no kidding but it's the, crazy it is man but the dude that pissed me off that I was wrong on I was wrong I'll admit it <sighs> Devin Funches man Funches, yeah absolutely oh, I remember must be... talking about that one too man yeah Funches he, he went off last game that was that was ridiculous I don't think anyone expected Cam to sort of run the Patriots defense but I mean let's talk for a second about how horrible they look though man it, that that was just it was sad who's that the Patriots defense yeah the Patriots oh, defense terrible they're terrible man yeah dude that's I it's it's pathetic you know you'd think with Gilmore that Gilmore addition would have been something to really get excited about for them but I I don't see him really meshing with that with that uh defense I don't know I just maybe it's just maybe it's just me but some, oh, something I... there doesn't feel right something's definitely off I agree, man. I mean, yeah, Gilmore's been a huge letdown for the Pats defense there, but he's not the only one. There's been other guys as well. Yeah. Um, but, but Devin Funches, I don't know if he listens to the show or what, man. I'm, I'm thinking he probably does because <laughs> that dude I mean, definitely <laughs> definitely gave me the double bird, man, on Sunday. Let's, uh, let's move on to the trend, man. Time for the trend. Whose stock is trending up? Whose stock is trending down? So... Some of these players' stocks are on the rise. Some have gone down faster than Kim Kardashian in the Knicks locker room. <laughs> and, dude, let's check out this, uh, this week's trend. We're going to give you 10 names. Which stock are you buying? Which stock are you selling? Whose trend's up? Whose trend's down? You ready? Yep. Let's do it. Latavius Murray, Jarek McKinnon, that Vikings backfield. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking Murray for sure. Yeah, you're, you're putting stock in them? You're, that's yeah. you're turning up for you? I would, yeah. I think he's got. I think he's going to work with that offense. Uh, I agree on Murray in the standard, um, and I think McKinnon for PPR. Yeah, they're they're definitely both trending up the right direction right now. What about Eddie Lacy and C.J. Procise and Thomas Rawls in Seattle? Those this three. is a tough one, man. I mean, going back to it, you know, you've got so much competition between these three. Um, all I guess I'd put my 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 dollars in uh, in Lacy. Um, you know, second second probably Procise. I like the talent that Procise has. I I think he just needs to get more play time for sure. But it's such a rough little committee there in that backfield that you know, if if I had a choice, I wouldn't really bet on any of them at all. Yeah, and like I just said, you know, I'm gonna take Lacy right now too, just because. Rawls being a healthy scratch was was a surprise to me. What about your boy here, Deshaun Watson? Trending up, trending down? Trending up. I think he's going to keep on going. You think uh, he's going to keep going? Yeah, after, I know, he's uh, he's got a nice little matchup next week with Kansas City. But I think he's going to keep stopping on what, uh, what he has been so far. I think he's going to look pretty good. We'll touch on him on the preview show later this week. But, uh, all right, how about uh, Matt Ryan? Matty Ice, man. Terrible I've, game I've against loved. the Bills. 
I know. Yeah, that was brutal. I I couldn't believe he played as as horribly as he. Well, I mean, it's it's the Bills' Ryan. defense He's, has looked pretty good, man. I gotta yeah, give him credit. That's I will give them that for sure. Yeah, the the Bills have looked pretty pretty heavy this season. So I think. Uh, it was just a tough matchup for him. You know, he got worked a little bit, but I think he's going to bounce back. I'd, I'd, I'd definitely put my money in him, you know, make, making a comeback. So I think I know where you're going on this next one here with Julio Jones. I'm assuming you're going up. Am I right? Yeah, for sure. I don't I think, think that injury is going to be too crazy. Yeah, it's. I think uh, if not straight away, give him a week or two, he'll, he'll be good to go. Now I think we know where I'm going on this next one here. We've got Andre Ellington trending up versus value trending down, do you think? What do you think he's going to do going forward? Yeah, I think, you know, his, his value can only increase at this point. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely I'd give him a shot, um, especially, you know, PPR leagues as well, for sure. He's, he'll, he'll look pretty good. How about Christian McCaffrey? Uh, you know, so far I haven't liked McCaffrey, but I think uh, I think Agreed. the, I think the, the Panthers are going to try to swing him in a little bit more, get some more activity out of him. Um, you know, it's, it's another one of those players. He can't do any worse than he has, so. You might as well bet on him doing better. Yeah. How about his teammate, Devin, bunches of drops, funches. <laughs> yeah, that's Game that's of his kind of, life. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous, man. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and bet against Funches on this one. I think that was kind of a one-hit wonder type situation. I don't really see him owning up to that again. But, you know, maybe he was just angry about all that trash you were talking. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. But, yes, I agree <laughs> with you 100%. All right, what about uh, Demarius Thomas? Thomas is a tricky one, man. I always, I've had a couple leagues where I've drafted both Sanders and Thomas, and uh, it's it's always so hard to pick between the two. I think Simeon looks a lot at a lot more at Sanders, you know, at least as far as I'm I've I've noticed so far. So I mean, I, Thomas definitely has potential though. You've seen some huge games from him before, so yeah, I I I definitely play some stock in Thomas to kind of trend up a little bit. I've got Thomas kind of going down, yeah. man. I think he's going to be a wide receiver, a high-end wide receiver three, low-end wide receiver two. I think his days as a number one receiver are over. How about yeah. how about this next guy, man? The, the only running back that is highly touted that I cannot stand, man, and that would be Lamar Miller. Yeah, man, Miller, God, he he freaking he clobbered me last week. I was not expecting that either. I thought maybe. Um, you know, yeah, Foreman looked, coming up good. in there, too. He'd, he'd start working in a little bit more, get some touches taken away from him, you know, kind of see where he's doing. But, uh, man, yeah, what Miller, the hell, man? That, so oh, what the hell was that, dude? I'm expecting yeah. Foreman to trend up all all year long, right? Absolutely. I think as we yep. go forward, he's going to be the guy. And then Miller, you know, farts around and, you know, he actually had a pretty decent game, you know, and I yeah, was kind of pissed off about that. Yeah, I was, too. I don't <laughs> Making think me look bad, man. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. You yeah, know what? But... You know what? I'll give you one more here, real quick. I'll give you one more. We'll throw a bonus one in. Jordan Howard. You know what, man? I I said it before too. I like Jordan Howard. I think he's got a lot of potential there in that offense, and uh, he's still coming in. He's got some pretty clutch plays so far. So yeah, I think I think he can only get better too, even with Tariq Cohen in that backfield. So yeah, I I've still got Jordan Howard in a few of my leagues. I'm I'm gonna be hanging on to him. Yeah, I like Howard a lot too. I think the, the offense is kind of crappy right now, but I think he'll, I think he'll be okay. You, you know, know I don't think he's an RB one. But you know uh, what? With all these injuries, he actually could be an RB one at some point here soon. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Uh, one person you didn't mention that I'm kind of interested to hear your opinion on mm-hmm. is uh, Demarco Murray. Man, do you think uh, Henry's going to take some touches away? How's that? How's that going to work out for you? Do you know how many carries separate the two on the season? It's crazy, dude. Yeah. yeah, only it's... eight carries. There's only eight <laughs> carry difference. So yeah. um, I thought it would be like a 60-40 split, and damn sure enough, that's exactly what it is at the moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I it's definitely going to be closer to 50-50 as we go forward. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I haven't even touched Murray so far in my leagues. I just I feel like he's not – he doesn't have enough workload coming to him to actually play him. And it sucks because, like, you know, in the past, Murray's been so consistent, and he's always kind of been like a monster. You yeah. know, you've got Henry in there coming in too, stealing touches from him, man. It's, it's – it's anyone's game. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. Um, yeah. Yeah. I have nothing really else to say, man. That's pretty much said it all there. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Yeah, sorry. No, you, no, no, you're good. Um, all right, man, you know what time it is? What time is it? Time to flex. Ten questions. Here's the first one for you here, man. Now that the juice is loose, what career do you think OJ should pursue? OJ Simpson, man. God, you know the first uh, the first I was I was reading some articles up on him too because who wasn't? Uh, they said the first thing he was gonna do after he got out of prison was eat steak and get a new iPhone. And I just thought, damn, man, like how how life changing is that to have not experienced like what a smartphone is in this era? You know what I mean? So yeah, Hold man. If, is that really what I didn't hear that he said that? Yeah, yeah he's he said been the in jail for what eight, eight, eight nine years. Steak. Yep, he's going to eat steak and get himself a new iPhone after his release. I thought that, that was must, definitely pretty damn interesting. That must, that, that's got to be, man. That must be some, like, prison slang or something. Like, you know, I don't know if a <laughs> yeah, steak is, like, white bitches or, uh, you know, an iPhone. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's cocaine for him, man. That kind of seems more up his alley, you know dude. what I mean? You never know. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, man, uh, given the chance, he, he gets his hands on that iPhone. I'd, I'd place all money that he's a... I'd see his ass as a sales consultant at AT and T or, you know, Verizon. <laughs> after that, man, that's that's yeah. shit's life changing. Well, I, I don't know if I don't know if AT and T will hire maybe Boost Mobile. <laughs> yeah, true. I could see that too. Definitely, definitely. Well, I'll tell you one thing, man. If he's looking for a career, man, I'm going to call his publicist. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll hire him, man. <laughs> that's ridiculous. All right, moving on to uh, the second one here. Which movie best describes? your life or describe your life using movie titles i shit i was i was talking to kim earlier she said i should use a 40 year old virgin as uh as my movie but i really man i, I couldn't tell you i haven't seen anything uh, too, too great i don't know recently. if she's speaking from uh is she not putting out or something is that why probably she... not most oh likely. i gotcha gotcha yeah who knows man <laughs> it's a crazy world but yeah i i don't think i could uh i don't think i could hit on that one you know what's funny? I didn't, I didn't even read these. <laughs> um, so uh, just off top, man, that comes to mind. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Wayne's World. Wayne's World, really? I'm gonna go no with shit. Wayne's World. Either that one or Knocked Up, man, because dude, having kids <laughs> running around is just. I could see Knocked Up. I dude, remember it's, watching it's busy. that. My life humorous. is busy, huh? Yeah, yeah, I could, I could definitely see that. That works out pretty well. <laughs> Yeah, but I'd, I'd say Wayne's World, man, because, uh, you know, I'm out here just kind of, you know, dicking around, you know, with friends a lot, you know, and yeah, not complaining, not complaining. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, man, question number three. What are the best toppings on a pizza? 
You know what, man? A lot of people hate on pineapple on pizza. I'm going to have to say I love it. I've, I, oh, dude, it's so good. If you use it right, usually I'll get like a buffalo chicken pizza and I'll throw some pineapple on there. Or I'll get this. Uh, it's like a Hawaiian pizza. It's got ham, pineapple, and jalapenos. Oh, yeah. It just like it complements that, that spicy flavor so much. And it's weird because so many people can't stand pineapple on pizza. I don't get it. I, I really don't. This it, It's so damn I, good. I get it, and I can explain it to you. Man, some foods and stuff like that just get a bad rap, man. Like, for yeah. example, right, when I was, like, in first grade, all right, this is going back a days, back a ways. Pretty all long, right, man. Pretty long ways we're going back here. Pineapple, yeah, I know. Pineapple, pineapple pizza, it does get a bad rap sometimes. I enjoy it myself, especially with, uh, like, barbecue chicken or something like that. Oh, good yeah, stuff, man. dude. Absolutely. But with, all right, back in first grade, right, Kids thought tuna fish sandwiches were, like, nasty as hell, right? And I used to think there was something wrong with me, man. I was like, I like tuna fish, dude. I'll I'll eat some tuna, man. Throw some, like, pickles on that bastard, you know, and I'll eat it. I got no problem eating tuna, man. So, uh, yeah, for those that don't like tuna fish or pineapple, go screw. Yep, I feel that. Same deal with egg salad, too, man. People bash on that all the time. Oh, egg egg salad and Tabasco? Oh, Oh, yeah. So good. All right, man. How about this next one here? We got, what's your favorite Rocky movie? Favorite Rocky movie? That's that's an easy one, man. Rocky Four for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah, you I, like the whole Russian. It was awesome. Dynamic yeah. There? Absolutely. Yeah. It had the perfect, uh, nice little script going. You know, it's uh, sadly a spoiler alert. You know, we did we did see one of our favorite you know Rocky franchise characters die. So he took a hit there, but yeah, man, it that that was it for me. That was definitely it. That's as American of a movie as I think I could, I could see like say right now. It was definitely, um, you know, pretty, pretty. What's the word I'm looking for here? I mean, at that time in the mid, uh, early to mid '80s, there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it had an interesting dynamic to it for sure. It did absolutely. And, sure. uh, but I don't think Dolph Lundgren, a.k.a. Ivan Drago, is going to win any um, any kind of Oscar or Academy Award, whatever the hell the award show are for movies for Best Actor, man. Because I don't think the dude said more than, like, three words. If he dies, he dies. That's, like, the only line if I can think dies, that he said. he dies. Yeah. But for me, man, I'm going, with, uh, I'm going with the first one, and I'm going with the third one. It's kind of a toss-up for me, man. Ooh, Rocky Mr. Three. T, Clubber Lang. God, that I one, wasn't man. into the Mr. T thing, man. Just he no? talked too much trash that whole movie. It it got me angry, really. Was it? I I couldn't get into it. You had Hulk Hogan too, man. His Thunder Lips in the beginning. It was good stuff. Oh, yeah, I thought, I right. thought it was Thunder good stuff. Thunder Lips. I forgot about yeah, that. Man. I did forget about that. That was crazy. Oh uh, yeah. I bet that's what they call him. Uh, oh wait, no, he never got locked up, did he? <laughs> no. But if he did, I bet they would call. I would call him Thunder Lips, man. If he was like my cellmate. <laughs> But uh, anyway, no, as far as I know, he's uh, yeah, he's been having some thunder and some other women's lips is why he got divorced, I believe. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Who would you rather own going forward, Leonard Fournette or Mr. Overrated himself, Jay Ajayi? This is a trickier question, man. I think Ajayi, uh, especially towards the end of last season, too, he, he played up to uh, what we were kind of – well, actually, nobody really expected it. Um, he sort of came out of nowhere there. Uh, but, you know, Fournette's also had a really solid start this season. If Ajayi doesn't bounce back, yeah, I'd, I'd rather own Fournette. I think he's uh, he's more of a of a threat there in that Jacksonville offense, for sure. Yeah, he's wor- he's working teams lately. Yeah, that Miami offense looks terrible right now. And yeah, Jay Ajayi, 
he is who I thought he was going into the season. Like I said in the preseason, man, he is Mr. Inconsistent, man. Somebody you can't, cannot rely on as an RB1. And that's why I said, man, I'm not drafting J.H.I. And I sure as hell didn't in any leagues because I don't want to go into my, you know, week one of the playoffs and uh, have a J.I. put up like uh, 1.6 points, per, you know, during that playoff game. No, thank you. Yeah, no kidding. I agree. Yeah, yeah I'd rather have Fournette. He's Mr. Boomer Bust. Mr. Boomer Bust right there, man. Uh, Fournette, he looked pretty good. His yards per carry need to go up a little bit. but He's definitely more consistent, though, of an option. You know what, you know, he's got a Four touchdowns, four. four games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I think I think he's a better option for people that like more consistent players. But, you know, Jai's got that threat, too. He, he could boom. That's that's really something that people have to, to consider when they're banking on playing him in there. But... Yeah, his booms are big, but his his lows are lows, man. But how about number seven here? So now that we are a quarter through the NFL season, who is your quarter season MVP? Oh, so far, man, Kareem Hunt for sure. I know it's a little overrated because everyone's sort of on that hype train with Kansas City right now since they're like train the to be on. Yeah, they're the last team to be undefeated, apparently. But yeah. I think Kareem Hunt's really been a huge factor in that offense for sure. He's like the Zeke of last year, kind of coming off. And he's fast, man. God, it blows my mind how fast he is. Yeah, he reminds me of Marshall Falk a little bit. Yeah. Um, for I'm me, so- yeah, since you went Kareem Hunt, I'll, I'll go with my other guy because there's another guy that I really like a lot for MVP this year, and, and that's Todd Gurley, man. He is, like yeah. I said in the preseason too, man, f- called that one too, man. He uh, – he definitely turned it turned it around, and dude, he's just been killing it, man, every single week. Yeah, no kidding. Gurley definitely stepped it up. I didn't think he was going to be, you know, he was available the first uh, first few rounds of every one of my drafts that I've been in, but I just never really considered him. You know, you didn't think he'd be much of a factor. Like, it, you know, you'd figure he'd he'd be up there for sure, but I didn't think he was going to be as explosive as he has been. Yeah, I mean, there's there's two things I always looked I'll always look forward to in uh, consideration when it comes to running backs in the draft, and one is opportunity, and two, does he have talent? And there's a third one too, but those are the first we look at. The third one is what kind of offense is he playing or play on? How about the uh, the next one here? We got question number eight. Who do you think is closer to the end, Philip Rivers or Eli Manning? That's a pretty damn tough question, man. Um, Drafted the same year in 04. Yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to say Manning. Honestly, I know he's got that whole like name to live up to with uh, Archie and Peyton and all that too. But I really, I don't know, man. I, I think Eli's kind of on his last leg. He hasn't been looking too good lately. He's yeah, definitely he the more inconsistent of quarterbacks. I, I think. I kind of like Rivers. I, I think he's got a, he's got good potential if we get him in there and. Um, Rivers he's, was he's, good last year. This year, though, man, he's just been yeah, not it's so very weird good, because dude. he was a lot of people were banking on him too to be like a number, uh, you know, like at least top like twelve quarterback. Um, yeah, I actually know. have him. Oh, I did have him. Or, oh, let me say, I ended up having to settle for him. I should say in one of my yeah. auction drafts because I. Did not like to pay out the ass for quarterbacks, and um, but yeah. So yeah, anyway. it doesn't seem worth it for sure. But I, you know, everyone thought he was going to be at least a, a decent quarterback, yeah. and so far he he hasn't been terrible. He hasn't been great either. But I, I definitely think he's outplayed Eli there in terms of uh, you know whoever is closer to to the end. <laughs> I think Rivers is actually closer to the end. I mean, he seems 
you know, well, he's obviously not playing well since they moved to L.A., and he definitely seems disinterested in being in L.A. and the whole L.A. ordeal and going back to San Diego, possibly. That's a whole other story. But yeah. um, how about the next one here, man? We got, would you rather have Martavis Bryant or Terrell Pryor rest of season? Ooh, it's, that's a tricky one. Uh, personally, one. I think I'd, I'd pick Pryor. Um, Bryant just, he's got the opportunity, but you've got Antonio Brown kind of uh, – on the other end there that you have to worry about, but it's just, it sucks because Brian's got so much potential, but yeah, I'd, I'd probably end up with Terrell Pryor. I think, I think he's a, he's kind of a beast himself and he's been terrible hell last week. Um, you know, I was, I was really considering, uh, you know, looking for him here and, uh, in a couple of my leagues, seeing what I could get. Um, but yeah, he's, it's, that's a, that's a tricky, that's a pretty tricky question actually. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I mean, Martavis Bryant's like the Jay Ajayi of wide receivers. You know, it's definitely big boom yeah. or big, big bust. Big boom or low know? bust. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I'm going with prior to, I think, Kirk Cousins and the whole Redskins offense is, um, you know, like they had the last couple good, of years. Man. Yeah, they yeah. turned it around, man. They they get better as they go on. So I'm definitely taking prior going forward. That How about, defense, uh, though, man. That's, that's they've something been that turning it around, too. They've been playing much better. Yeah. What about this one here, man? You got a better option at tight end rest of season. AJ Derby or Evan Ingram? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Ingram, man. I think he's just uh, more more consistent. I don't know what what's what's your thought on it. I'm going with AJ Derby, man. I mean, I was high on this guy in the preseason. He got a lot of hype out of Denver by the local beat writers up there. Yeah. And man, if you recall in our dynasty league, I actually drafted him back in March because I thought he had the clearest path as a young tight end to seize that job in Denver. And I thought he would feast over the middle. And he hasn't really up to this point, but he did find the end zone the other day, and I think that he's going to keep building off of that. So I like Ingram for obvious reasons long term, but for the rest of this season, I'll put my money on AJ Derby. Yeah, yeah, that's that's interesting. I think I think Ingram uh, actually isn't that bad of a pickup too, given you know the amount of trouble that we've been having with tight ends lately. He's had a few good games, especially the last couple weeks. So. Yeah, no, I've, he definitely has. I've still got my eye on him for sure to kind of work into that offense. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of like an Eric Ebron type uh, as far you know, their rookie years are pretty comparable. Yeah, right now. definitely. Um, and, and you know what, man? It's that time right now, man. I mentioned this last week. We're, we just brought it back for this week. We got the prize pack trivia back in action. Prize pack trivia. The three for three prize pack trivia is back. This week's prize pack includes a brand new Deshaun Watson jersey. The Flex Fantasy Football Podcast Fan Kit, which includes the Flex hat and t-shirt and a window decal. And to win, there's going to be a total of three trivia questions asked over the next three episodes. There will be one question asked during each episode. And if you are the first to answer all three questions correctly, you're the winner, man. First come, first serve. Early bird gets the worm. This week's trivia question, number one. I am ranked in the top 10 all-time in passing yards. I have two Super Bowl championships, and I started a total of 16 games in my rookie season. Who am I? You can submit to questions at fantasysportstudios.com. And, Kevin, we got some mailbag questions to get into today. Sweet. Mailbag. 
the mail. Now let's talk about the mail. Can we talk about the mail? Can we dine and talk about the mail with you all day, okay? All right, man. So, uh, question number one comes in from Rick in Norfolk, Virginia. Who should I pick up this week, Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams? And we kind of already touched on that. I mean, I wouldn't pick up really either one of them. Aaron Jones, if I had to look for a starting running back for this week in case Montgomery's out, I'm sure you agree with the same, right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, Definitely. let's move on to the next one then. All yeah, right, question number one. two. <laughs> what do you guys think about starting Doug Martin this week? Kate Ooh. in Port Charlotte, Florida. I, I like Doug Martin, man. He's a threat. I think it's good that he's back working in there in that offense. Um, I think, you know, with Jameis, Mike Evans, and uh, Martin kind of in the mix, I think they're definitely one of the most explosive uh, offensive players, maybe even in the NFL. I think uh, I think he's good. I'd, I'd start him immediately after getting him back. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely intriguing for sure, especially with his, you know, track record and everything. And, and it is a contract yeah. year. But the only thing that worries me about Doug Martin is – well, I hope he can catch a damn ball because I think that's where he's going to have to feast <laughs> because that, that offensive line for Tampa is still, still getting beat pretty badly, man. So I, I have a little bit of reservation on Doug Martin. Of course, I do like him, and if I need a running back, especially with the bye weeks now in play, uh, yeah. he's definitely a guy I want to plug in and play for sure. Yeah, More absolutely. so than Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams or anybody else off the scrap. Gonna be Even more so than Latavius Murray, too. I would start Doug Martin over him for obvious reasons. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially going against the Patriots and that terrible deep – dude – that Patriots defense, man, is just so friggin' ugly. Just yeah, it's, yeah, it's terrible, man. It's just crazy though how significant like of a difference there is since last season. I just I don't I don't understand it. I don't know if it's like the pickups, if you know, it's maybe losing uh, Nikovich kind of had a lot to do with that too. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know what the hell the deal is, but they definitely need to get it together. Yeah, they do, man. All right, moving on to the next one. Question number three here. We got. This one from Joe in Jacksonville, Florida. Who are some players I should target on the waiver wire for this week? We kind of hit on. We hit on Latavius Murray already. Anybody else you want to throw out there? Yeah, that's that's a pretty broad question too. Um, you yeah, know, it is. If, uh, <laughs> if Kamar is still on the waiver wire too, which in uh, in a few um, of my leagues, I've actually seen him still kind of sticking around, which is a big surprise too. With as much of a playmaker as he's he's been, you oh, know, yeah. recently. It's, it's kind of unbelievable. But, yeah, I mean, if he's there, snag him for sure. If not, Latavius Murray's – I have a pretty good feeling about him too with Cookout. Um, besides that, though, man, it's it's kind of for the waiver wire. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree, man. Um, yeah, as far as Kamara too, I mean, he's definitely the running back to own and going forward, and he's actually uh, uh, mentioned in the next question here. But before I do, I'll just uh, throw out my two cents on the uh, waiver wire pickups. Obviously, Latavius Murray – uh, Tyrell Williams was dropped on a lot of leagues last week. I would definitely uh, go pick his ass up. Yeah, you know, it, it is a very vague question. If they would have mentioned a position, it could have run down some more for you. I mean, if you need a quarterback, if Jared Goff or Deshaun Watson are still available, go get them. A.J. Derby, I would take a flyer on. And moving on, man, moving on. That's one from each position. Number five comes in from Ryan in Rentham, Massachusetts. Is Alvin Kamara... Or Camara, whatever the hell, I guess it's Camara. Alvin the Camaro Camara. That's how I remember his name there. All right. <laughs> Is he someone I can start with confidence going forward? I think so, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think AP is going to see a lot of work there in that. Uh, like, he may see some touches and stuff, but 
Kamara, Kamara, whatever the hell you want to call him, he's he's getting some pretty sweet passing work. I think that's a that's a huge threat too because you don't know if he's going to run or if he's going to keep. And uh, it's it's huge, man. He's he's a pretty decent. Um, he's a decent little size up there in that that offense. So yeah, I I would maybe as a flex, but I would at least toss him in every now and then. Especially in PPR formats, man. He's like yeah, this absolutely. year's Theo Riddick. And Theo Riddick just yeah. kind of fell off the face of the earth lately. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on to the next one here. I have Derek Carr as my only QB. These QBs are available. Trevor Simeon, Mitch Trubisky, Carson, old man, dickhead Palmer. I kind of threw that in there. Uh, Jay Cutler, <laughs> the broken down Jet, I should say. Eli, old man Manning, and Philip. Close to the end, Rivers. Who should I pick up until a car returns? This is from Nate in DeLand, Florida. This is a tricky question, too, because you've got a lot of old veterans in there, and you've got some new guys to look at. Um, so far, Simeon's kind of working working with that offense. He looks pretty good. Uh, Trubisky's also pretty volatile, so you never really know if he's going to have a good game or if he's going to, you know, blow ups. We've, we've still have yet to see, so... Um, I'd, I'd probably pick one of those two over some of the uh, the old school. You, you know, you can expect Jay Cutler might have a decent game. He's got a lot of threats there, too, and uh, he's got a lot to work with himself. But uh, I personally, I wouldn't touch Eli Manning or Carson Palmer. Yeah, I'm actually, on the other hand, maybe. I'm actually going the other way, man. I'm, I'm looking at uh, that list. I'm looking at Eli Manning and Phillip Rivers, actually. I think they have the best supporting really? cast around them, uh, except oh. from Jay Cutler. But Jay Cutler, just their offense in Miami, I don't know why the hell. You know, they Miami's one of the most talented teams in the league, right? And they just cannot ever seem to put it together, man. So, yeah, I'm going with Eli or Rivers. Eli's been turning it around the last couple of weeks. He's played pretty well. And Phillip Rivers, they just got so many. They just have so much firepower on that offense, you know? I just um, yeah, it is true for those sure. Those are two guys I would target, you know, depending on the matchup. There's something I want to get off my chest here, all right, and that is the protesting that's been going on in the NFL. Closing rant. You know, I, I really liked what the Ravens did, you know, this past Sunday in Week Four, with uh, you know the Ravens kneeling before the national anthem and then standing together united during it. And to me, man, I thought it was the most ex- most effective display of pro- protest that I've seen in the NFL, uh, you know, through at least up to this point this year. And dude, I just thought it was well done. I thought it was, you know, as well as a peaceful protest can be, really. And I don't know how, any- how anyone could be upset with what the Ravens did on Sunday. Uh, everyone knew what the Ravens kneeling prior to the anthem meant, you know, regarding the equality movement and, you know, to show respect to our country. They stood together in arms, so I was fine with it, man. I mean, I'm not, I'm not one for backing, you know, any form of protest when it comes to professional sports because, you know, to me, it's sports is supposed to be, it's supposed to offer, you know, a place of escape, pretty much, you know, from the daily tragedies that happen around the globe, and especially with the tragic events that took place, you know, unfolding in Las Vegas and the whole terroristic act that occurred at USC. You know, uh, earlier today. I mean, thankfully the UFC, the USC scare was uh, just a hoax. You know, but um, so there's enough crap to deal with in the world than to have something you genuinely and routinely enjoy shove politics down your throat, man. Yeah, dude. A huge pet peeve of mine is when people do not have general awareness 
you know, like an a-hole lady at the supermarket who's just looking for an item down the aisle and not paying attention and just like runs into you with their with their shopping cart. Dude, it's happened to me a couple times, man. Well, more than a couple times, I guess. Or or the president of the United States, you know, for example, sending out like impulsive tweets or making dumb comments without taking the time to think about the impact such comments could have, which brings me to my dick of the week. Dick of the week. And it's kind of playing off of this whole thing I just talked about, man. Uh, the NFL teams who played in London over the weekend, and even the weekend before that, man, with Baltimore and Jacksonville, all of you, all of you are my dicks of the week. I mean, how dense do you have to be to make a political protest of the national anthem of a country which has afforded you every opportunity to succeed based on either your athletic ability, your talents, or your knowledge? I mean, seriously, dude. How dumb do you have to be to do that protest crap in London? In London bleeping England. Uh, But that's not what pissed me off. What really pissed me off the most is that these fools, man, kneeling for the national anthem of the United States of America in England, yet these dummies stood for God save the Queen. Are you friggin' kidding me? You want to talk about race relations? I can tell you right now from personal experience, racism racism exists over there just as much, if not more, than it does on this side of the pond. The very country that instilled slavery in the United States gets a stand for the national anthem. I mean, what kind of backwards-ass thinking is that? I mean, it makes all of you guys look like a group of uninformed dumbasses. Not only do you look like fools doing that, but, uh, you know... Uh, kneeling for the, the American National Anthem and standing in support of, a, of another. I mean, if you want to protest an NFL game over here in the U.S., I'm fine with it. I don't agree with the NFL being an appropriate place to protest for reasons I just mentioned. But organizing a march or protesting outside of a police station or government building or I don't know, whatever or wherever. But do it on your own soil, man. And it would just be nice to watch the NFL without politics and just have the damn football games be an escape for us all once again just saying man just saying i'd have to say i pretty much agree with the gist of that i think the main thing for me is that i I don't believe any of these players should be using their teams as a platform for their own political opinions i think that that belongs outside of all of this it's this is not the place for for those kind of stances granted there are plenty of places for those that's that's your right that's your first amendment right as an american or you know dude dude yeah i I really just i think it's i think it's important that you don't use um you know any any other like nfl team You're, you're representing your people your fans as a whole when you do that to yourself i think if you're gonna do it you should do it on your own time you know wherever that's that's my biggest thing on that but. Yeah, I agree, man. And that's why I liked what the Ravens did. I know it didn't go over well with the Ravens fans or anybody else, really. Yeah, but I thought what the not. Ravens yeah. did, I thought I thought if you're going to do it, at least do it the right way. You know, and yeah, I think I believe that, too. Absolutely. Because I'll tell you what, man, because the national anthem thing is and has been, like, very divisive in this country. And I think what the Ravens did, if anything, not just for the protest, but they showed, you know, unity and pride and country you know and all that other good stuff man because they kneeled together which is universally understood in this in this country 
uh, of what that you know implies. And then they stood together in arms for the national anthem. And I think if you're going to do it a, a particular way, if you want to do it that way as an organization or a team, just do it that way, man, because it kind of takes the politics out of it for the most part as far as yeah, it makes creating it a divisive – for yeah, sure. it does. It definitely does. <clears throat> but, uh, man, that's all the time we got for this week, man. Kevin, good talking to you, brother, man. I'm going to yep. try to get catch up with you in a couple days. And, um, yeah, man, we'll do the week five preview show, man. Absolutely. Sounds good, man. I'll, I'll be around. All right, man. Sounds good, dude. Good seeing you, man. Yep. You guys, man, you thanks for listening to the show. We will see you guys in a couple days for the week five preview. Good luck on the waiver wire. And we'll talk to you soon, man. See ya. Kevin doesn't say bye once again, just like still, always. Still not working with it. Nope. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Follow us on Twitter at FantasySStudios and on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash FantasySportsStudios. 